The Diary of Brood Meslow. Leaving the Fleecen camp, the group decided we should head south. The Metalwoods, our next destination. With a possible stop at the magic burn spot near the old Fleecen camp. Luckily, there is a river to follow down, making finding our way much easier, and giving Ren a place to fish and feed Simon. After our raft didn't seem safe to ride, we took off on foot, eventually stopping to set up camp for a rest. I got to watch with Corbal, and he taught me some dwarvish. Gambit Manon. Something like that. In turn, I gave him some information about his mom's death. Not too long later, we came across that magic burn. It had barbed poles and frozen water called snow. There was even a statue of a god and everything. It would have been all fun, except we disturbed some scary critters called forest crocs. They killed a few fleets, and so we know they are downright dangerous. Oh, Simon is yelling about them being bad, so it might be time to fight. Somehow, Brood manages to write all that while standing guard outside of the derelict structure that we have kind of gathered around. He's such a good speedwriter. He is, and such good penmanship, too. <laughs> it's true. Did my declaration of their malintent trigger any held actions? I assumed it would, Yeah, but I wanted to wait until this session to be sure. Currently, we have Corball and Dot both holding fiery expulsions. Yeah, I'm going to expel something. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys feel like Simon yelling that would trigger those, you are good to go. Okay. So I would say, uh, okay, and reach out my hand and the little tattoo start to glow and a big bonfire erupts underneath the forest crop that's along the backside of this building. Okay. And he needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Hmm. That's a 10. Uh, that is a failure. And he take one point of fire damage. <laughs> it tickles. <laughs> and that's it. Okay, Dot, you had a held action. I got a 14 to hit. That'll hit. That'll do... Oh, come on. Two plus two. So four... Two force damage and two bludgeoning damage. Okay. We are now officially in combat as we have now struck first. So, Simon just finished his turn letting us all know that they were bad news. So, Ren, you are up and then Rook, you're on deck. Are we really doing this? Uh, you crocodile! You're not gonna get us! Don't do it! You're gonna just trip! And cast vicious mockery. Make a wisdom saving throw. Which one are you mocking? The one on the uh, back side of the wall. So I float up, flutter up just a few feet probably to look over on the back side of that wall. Okay. And uh, look down and yell at that crocodile. <laughs> he's currently in a bonfire as you're yelling at him. And so he's a little distracted. Exactly. <laughs> so he only rolled an 11. <laughs> okay. Take four psychic damage. And they have disadvantage on the next attack roll. Okay. Remind me. Okay. All right. Rook, you are up. I'm going to use my action to dash. Uh, I'm going to use my full movement to run across the field as fast as I can and get over to where Simon is 80 feet away from the rest of us. Where's like, oh, there he goes. He's off. There goes Rook. 
Oh, and then as a bonus action, I'm going to go into a rage. Hmm, probably a good idea. And I don't know if it's good to get everyone into the same spot. Stay here, but I yell up to Simon, Simon, jump on my back and we can get out of here. I see you, friend. I see you. I do like the <laughs> eyes thing and I accidentally like poke my nose. <laughs> Ow. Uh, and that will end my turn. Okay. So the crocs are up. The croc nearest to Rook moves 30 feet closer to him. You can see they're not particularly dexterous as they move. Their footsteps are heavy and their tails take a lot of effort to move. But should they get close enough, you can tell that they're probably not going to be pleasant to deal with. The other three that the group is aware of start moving in towards the derelict building that we are currently all hiding in. Does the one get more fire damage? The spell says that when it moves into the bonfire space for the first time on a turn or ends its turn there. Okay. The ones that are a little bit further away, they book it a little bit harder, so they're going to move 60 feet closer to where we are. The one behind the building creeping his way around, and the other two crossing over the snow strip that goes down the middle of the village. They're not in striking distance yet, but they are very aware of where we are at, so just be prepared. Is the snow difficult terrain? It is not. Okay. It is very cold in there, though. We know from the group stepping in there that it's zero degrees, basically, anywhere where there is snow. As those crocs move ever closer, Corball, it is your turn. Does the one in the bonfire move as well? He does. He's coming around the building, trying to get to an open space. Oh, there is an open space immediately next to him, isn't there? Yeah, so he can get right up to Brood, who's standing at the opening there. Oh, no. (laughs) Brood! Brood is... He just used his regular movement, so he would have his full action. Okay, he can attack then. So, Brood, who stood in the doorway to help block, is suddenly face-to-face with this massive crocodile who immediately goes to bite Brood. The first attack that it makes lands, and he chomps down on Brood's right arm that's holding his shield. Brood screams, and you can see that from his person, almost against his will, bolts of lightning shoot out and hit the croc. Yeah, get him, Brood. I didn't know I could do that. Yeah, Brood, you got this. And we are back up to Corball. Reaching out my hand again, the tattoos light up and and another bonfire sprouts right underneath the the crocodile again, but right in the doorway in front of Brood. So hopefully it can kind of like wall off the crocodile almost, like keep it from coming through the door. Okay. So dexterity 13 save. Ooh, that's only a 12. Okay. It's going to be better this time. I can feel it. (laughs) No, God bless it. It's a two. (laughs) That is twice as good. Two fire damage (laughs) from my beautiful bonfire. So this crocodile is getting 
electrocuted and toasted, and he's not feeling great, but he is still up. I would yell to Brood, and I would say, it doesn't look like they can climb. Maybe get higher. I don't know that I can climb very fast either, but I'd, I'd rather do that than sit down here and get chomped on. At least if you're making him stand there, he's going to keep getting burned over and over again. <laughs> I don't want to stand here and block him and get bit. Dot, you are up. Simon, you're on deck. I'll aim up at that one that is coming towards me and fire at him. 21 to hit. That hits. Ah! Uh, one force damage and two bludgeoning damage. As a ray of blue light goes shining through the thing and just kind of glances off his shoulder. Like, they're getting closer. <laughs> I'm not very happy with that. The one you hit hisses at you and his eyes narrow. He's He's got a goal now. Like, oh, you've got eyeballs. I, I did not notice you had eyeballs. <laughs> I will aim for those next time. You <laughs> might be able to eat those later. <laughs> I'm really hoping. Simon, you're up. Okay. I take a look back at where most of the group is and then down at Rook and decide that most of the group is pretty distracted. So they probably won't be looking over here too much as spread my wings as I glide down. I'm going to jump right down on his back as I'm flying down from the tower down onto the crock, I form my blood blade in one hand. And as I land, I, I thrust down, trying to sever his spine with a natural one. <laughs> oh no. At least there's nobody near you. Does not hit. I'll give you a choice. You can either take damage or you can break your blade for rolling the nat one. I'll definitely break my blood blade. Okay. So as you come down off the wall and kind of swing into position, you just royally miss the head and snap your blade off on a rock nearby. And as, as it breaks, it turns back into liquid and seeps down into the ground and covers the rock in blood. Oh, you're marking things. You just got the crocodile excited. <laughs> And I will get kind of freaked out by that and um, panic. And I'm just going to try and fly straight back up into the air. He'll get an opportunity attack on you if you move out of his way. For sure. Okay. That's a 15 to hit. That is my armor class. All right. So this croc, as you are trying to bite him... You totally miss, and he sees an opportunity and whips his head around and bites into you for six points of piercing damage. Okay. I did not realize this, so I won't do it this time because I didn't do it to brood. But usually when you are bitten by one of these things, you are grappled. Oh. But this time, because you were going up, he wasn't able to land his bite as strongly as he should have, and so you are still able to get away. It's hard to look up for Crocs. It is. It Up is a difficult direction. Like, ow! <laughs> He's adding to the blood now on the ground by biting into you. Rook, knowing that the Crocs are next, after you. The Crocs are next. I'm gonna run up to the Croc that Simon deftly leapt onto 
I guess we'll take this guy out together. And he runs up. I'm going to use my bonus action to charge so I can use my hooves to trample. Okay. To try and trample this guy. So he like kind of winds up like you do as a kid in elementary school. You know, how you like <laughs> back up. It doesn't really do anything, but you back up. And then he sprints forward, bringing his hooves up, making a charge attack. That is a 19 to hit. That does hit. And that is seven points of bludgeoning damage. And that is my bonus action. So then as my action, I'm going to hit him with my Warhammer, which is a 13 to hit. Also hits. Okay. And that is eight points of bludgeoning damage. Nice. As I run and trample on him a little bit, then turn back around and then just straight up happy Gilmore him with my Warhammer. Don't bite my friend. (laughs) The croc is unhappy and hissing at you as you are beating the crap out of him. (laughs) Don't call us food. We are friends, not food. (laughs) (laughs) You will tell us what the fleecing tastes like. (laughs) Definitely are even less likely now. (laughs) Is anybody else seeing Ren? I'm not seeing Ren. I mean, we know they're going to vicious mockery, right? (laughs) (laughs) Should I roll against a vicious mockery and see if they save? You look so silly on that fire there. (laughs) Stay there and get burned. (laughs) Hey, you crocodile, you look dumb and you've got a dumb face. (laughs) Your teeth are crooked. (laughs) Get some braces. They would probably fail because they rolled a nine on their check. So when Ren comes back, we will have them let us know what happened there. So, the crocs now see that you are more of a threat than they may have once expected. The first one that spotted you from across the way hears the sounds of his compatriots being attacked, and he lets out a new kind of guttural sound. It's almost like a bark. There's a pause for a couple seconds, and then from the trees around you, you hear replies of other forest crocs that are in the area. There are more coming. Do we all hear? We hear that? We hear that there's more? Yes, because you would be able to kind of see the ones that are you're in combat with, and you're hearing more responding from outside of view from the trees around the village. We'll start with the one near Rook. He is going to try and bite you. Bring it on, Crocky. Oh, first attack miss. Second attack definitely misses. So this Croc, whom you trampled and smashed in the head with a hammer, is a little disoriented. (laughs) He snaps a couple times, but just hopelessly misses you. The one in front of Brood is going to hiss and back up a few steps so he's out of the fire. Uh, He's not able to attack Brood from here, luckily, but he's looking pretty messed up already. Is Brood going to get an attack of opportunity? Brood would get an attack of opportunity as he backs away. Do it! Kill him! Brood brings down his box on a stick and smashes him in the head, and the croc's head collapses. Goop shoots out of any orifice that's in the head. One croc, forest croc down. 
And it's still on the bonfire, so it's getting nice and cooked for us. <laughs> really lucky for all of us. <laughs> Classic us. <laughs> this is our thing, you guys. We start barbecues before they're actually dead. <laughs> That's Corval's way. It's a little inhumane, not gonna lie. But <laughs> So, the other two crocs are going to move ever closer to the group using their full action to dash even closer. The one that Dot shot has his eyes locked on him, and he is now just below Dot, looking up very hungrily. The one that was on the other side of the snow spot that we saw originally is moving closer to the structure that we are in also, but he's still a little ways off. And that will whip us back around to Corball's turn. Corball, they're coming over here. Yeah, yeah. They say to each other, looks like mice are back on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> um, realizing that my fire is just not, dude, like, it's not working. I'm going to try and skirt along this back wall, climbing a little bit higher if I can. Okay. And then I'm going to pull out my crossbow and just say, let's... Let's dance. And I'm going to shoot the one that's in front of Dot. The one directly beneath him or the one that's come from further away? Well, I don't think I could see the one directly beneath him because there is a wall in the way. Good call. So the one that's further away. Okay. And... Aim carefully. Natural 20. Oh, nice. I was all worried you got a nat 1. <laughs> no, no. Because that's hitting my, my luck is changing. Let's see here. So that's 2d8 plus 3. So 13 points of piercing damage. Wow. That's a serious hit. And I yell out to them, even though they don't understand, stay away from my friends. <laughs> And I still yell all the same things. <laughs> okay. I say, Brood, climb! Ah. Climb, Brood! All right, all right. It is Brood's turn. So, Brood will try to climb up. He's not great with climbing. He's in heavy armor. So, he can move up to probably where Corball was originally. Corball, I heard there, there's more. We we heard the more, right? Like I'm not the only one that heard that. Yeah, the I think there's more in the woods, but I'm not that fast. I feel like we're kind of. I think we're kind of stuck. All right. Maybe we go to that big building. We could defend a little better. It's a long way though. Yeah, I'd have to really run. You just hit this one guy in the eyeball. I think if you just keep shooting like that, we're doing good. Should I take off on a run then? Should I go? No, climb, climb. All right, Brood, all right, all right. Climb. All right. <laughs> Brood climbs up onto the wall very clumsily, but he is up off the ground at least. It's hard. It's hard. My hands are all slippery with blood and this. It was perfect. You're, you're a natural <laughs> dwarf. The box on a stick is really a lot heavier than it was originally. Okay. Brood has climbed up on the wall. Dot, you are up. Simon, you're on deck. How bad does the one that just got shot look? He looks pretty messed up. How about the one that I've been shooting? He looks considerably better. Um, yeah. I'm going to shoot at the one that just got shot in the eyeball. 
Okay. Um, and I'm going to try and shoot his other eyeball for 23 to hit. That'll hit. And six points of force damage and two points of bludgeoning. Ooh, that's just enough to roast his face. Yeah. And he drops. Like, ooh, more dinner. Um, there's another one very, very close to me, you guys. If somebody could come and kill this one, I would very be glad about it. <laughs> You're the one dropping him. Why didn't you shoot that one? Because he looks like he is not hurted, hurt nearly as badly. <laughs> All right. I kind of scoot as far back as I can while I'm still on the wall in the hopes <laughs> that maybe he can't hit me, but not overly hopeful that, <laughs> that he's still going to bite my toes. He is definitely watching you with very rapt attention. We are on to Simon. Is Dot in melee range of the croc? Does he have 10-foot range? He does, yes. Okay. But he's up high enough that I'm going to give him disadvantage on trying to bite him. Because looking up is hard. It's up is hard. Rook, should we try and rejoin the group? Or should we try and fight this guy? Uh, we should definitely um... kill the bloody crocodile. <laughs> he's very hurt. But yeah, smash this guy, and then let's get back to the group. Not very good at smashing. Stab. <laughs> <laughs> or no, your blade's broken. Do you need a blade? Uh, I I have a I have a bunch strapped to my back that you can grab. I'll I'll see what I can do. And throw one of your barbed poles. I'm sure that'll help. Ow. Oh, don't throw! Don't throw it at me! Don't throw! Don't throw it at me! <laughs> Put my uh, lift my arm up into the air uh, that has the chain wrapped around it, and it starts writhing around, kind of serpentine-like. And I uh, then point straight down at the crocodile, and the end of the blade, kind of almost alive-like, the end of it looks down at it, and then shoots down. Um, and as it goes, it uh, the length of it seems to expand and grow with plenty of, of room to strike the crocodile. So I attempt an attack with my chain. 24. <laughs> Shockingly, that hits this crocodile. So as it strikes, it... Uh, slips in kind of between its uh, shoulder plates and does two points of damage and um, I then uh, grab the chain and yank it straight upwards pulling the crock off its feet ten feet up into the air at which point the blade comes free and it falls back down to the earth for an additional two points of bludgeoning damage. All right. As the croc is impaled, lifted, and dropped, there's like a gross coughing sound as it expels a mouthful of blood all over Rook as it hits the ground and dies. This is starting to feel like the arena. (laughs) (laughs) Let us fly! Let us fly! Simon, is that your? Are you going to move now? What is? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm 
Yeah, you you can go on to the next person while I figure out my movement. I'm just going to try and get back over to the group. Okay. And I will slowly glide over there. Okay. Ren, it is your turn after your amazing silent vicious mockery last turn. I'm excited to see what you're up to. I just stared and it worked. <laughs> She's got a mean glare. Oh, let me turn that audio down. <laughs> what are you up to now, Ren? Where's the nearest, if I'm looking out, where's the nearest crocodile to me? The nearest one right now is on the other side of the wall at the feet of Dot. He's looking directly down at it on the other side of that wall. So you'd have to fly over towards Dot to be able to see it. Dot is looking and sounding very nervous. (laughs) I go ahead and I, I fly up knowing that Dot was looking at a crocodile and... Uh, I fly up there, and I yell at that crocodile, and I say, Get away! I don't want to kill you! Go! And I mock it. You're just going to put your tail between your legs and run away. (laughs) Uh, He rolled a 15 as a save. I think that's probably a save. Most likely is a save. But my, I'm being delicate with my interwebs. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, it's got a 14 save. Okay. So this this forest croc is so focused on Dot that even your, your pleading with it to go away so you don't kill it doesn't seem to affect it. <laughs> As it is looking at little mouseling toes that it is very excited to chew on. <laughs> All right, and that is my turn. Okay. Rook, you are up. Uh, Rook, seeing that Simon finished the job here, Rook dashes 80 feet back towards the structure that the rest of the group is at, the same direction that Simon is currently flying in. Rook, grab me as you go. (laughs) Rook reaches up and tries and grabs Simon and tries to pull him (laughs) forward. Give me a dex check to see how well you manage to grab hold. It'll be like flying a kite. <laughs> Let's drop your chain down. <laughs> uh, dex. It's all spiky. Seven. Oh. Uh. <laughs> totally whiffs it. I'm gonna say you. You're. You're not able to grab hold of his foot as you run past, so it's more like you just kind of slap the heel of his foot as you go by. (laughs) My hands are slippery! (laughs) (laughs) Covered in blood. I'm all dizzy now. (laughs) As Simon, you are spinning around, you see no less than a dozen more of these crocodiles moving in towards where the group is. They're coming from behind the derelict building and between the derelict building and the shrine that you were just at. They're coming in from that direction. They are not yet within the confines of the city, the town itself, but they are moving in fast. So I'll, I'll yell out as I see that. Guys, there's a lot more coming. The fleece and killers approach. Should we make a break for the building? 
I think we should first kill this one in front of my feet. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, he's still gonna bite me. We might have approximately 12 to 18 seconds before they get here. <laughs> the one underneath Dot tries to bite him twice. The first one is a 12 to hit, and the second is a 19. Ooh, yeah. And that's with disadvantage? That's with disadvantage, yeah. Yeah, yeah the 19 hits. Okay. So he manages to get up and just nip at your toes. Uh, hopefully he doesn't take any off with a, with six points of piercing damage as he bites you. Oh, he definitely bites, chews a big chunk out of my foot. Start bleeding pretty good. Oh no! Like, ow! Oh no, you guys, I'm being killed! I'm almost <laughs> dead! Oh no, Dot, hide from Simon! <laughs> this guy hurt very, very badly! <laughs> that is... The Crocs turn. Corball, you are up. What are we doing? We gotta get out of here. We're dying. To the building? To the building. Go, go. If he bites me again, I'm dead. <laughs> no. Oh, God, I don't know what to do. This is terrifying. <laughs> run, Corball, run. I'm gonna jump down. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25... Oh, that's as far as I can go. I'm going to dash and just run. It's a brood. Run! Okay. <laughs> uh, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. 50 feet of movement. And I look at that giant forest croc <laughs> and can't do anything else. And that's my turn. Okay. It is brood's turn. Seeing Corball take off at a run... Brood's like, oh, we're running, y'all. Here we go. Brood, I'm dying here. Can you pull him off the wall, Brood? Uh, I'm, I'm not very... I can try. So Brood can move... He can move 50 feet towards the building. Brood ba breaks out of the house and looks at Rook and says, Get Dot. Okay. <laughs> You're the fastest one here. Go back and get Dot. I, I will do my best. I'm a little tired. My rage has fallen out since I have not attacked or been attacked. In oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Dot, it is your turn. I will do my best to disengage from the alligator and jump down behind me. Okay. And then I want to run diagonally over to be basically right next to Brood. As Dot comes running out, bleeding, Brew's like, oh, never mind, there he is. He's right there. He's already tasted my amazing blood, though. <laughs> I bet you're delicious. He's going to kill me. Simon, ask him how Dot tastes. Brew looks over his shoulder to check on Simon. Simon, don't <laughs> eat him. <laughs> Nobody look at me. <laughs> don't look at my wings. <laughs> don't look at me. I'm hideous. I'm not worthy. <laughs> okay. So, Corball, Brood, and Dot all taking off towards the building, screaming, We're going to the building! We're going to the building! Simon, it is your move. I am trying to uh, hover above the group, trying to kind of stay with the group a little bit in case I, I need to lend a helping hand. Oh, can you pick someone up and take them with you and just run? I think that 
I could grab someone and get them away from danger, like, but not for very long. So it would be kind of like just getting them away from an attack. But I don't think I would be able to carry anybody for very long. Oh, all right. I was going to say, Dot, Dot needs to move. I got hollow bones. We just need to kill the guy in the corner. Run and shoot. Run and shoot. <laughs> that was my plan. I will throw my my chain at the croc. Oh, all right. But you're gonna are you gonna pull him ten feet closer to us? Uh, twelve to hit. That hits. That is their EC for future reference. Okay, and uh, does six points of damage, and then I whip the chain so that it uh, dislodges from the croc without having to pull him towards us. The croc yelps as you do quite a bit of damage to it, and you hear the replies of more forest crocs hearing one of their own be injured. They're getting riled up as they are coming closer. Okay, and I point towards the direction. I say, they're coming from that way! Serpentine! Serpentine! (laughs) That'll take longer, just run! Did Serpentine help in this scenario? Maybe they can't get past the spikes. Yeah, I, I, I meant not. diagonal. I meant diagonal. <laughs> oh, okay. Get the heck over to the building as quickly as possible. Yeah. Follow the spikes until you shouldn't anymore. I'm bad at this. <laughs> that would be a straight line. Straight line. <laughs> All right. Ren, there is a general panic ensuing as the group is heading for the one building that's not currently in poor shape. What are you up to? So Ren would say, uh, just yell out, I-, I told you guys we should have never fought them in the first place. This, this stuff is crazy out here. And it just starts to blitz towards the group flying past in a dash. How far can you dash? 60 feet I can dash. 60 feet? Get on out of there. Good job. Yeah. So Ren sh- takes off like a comet shooting over the group yelling about how they knew better as they head towards the building. Rook, you are... uh, uh, Ren, is that your turn? He sure is. Okay, Rook, you are up. Okay, clarifying question. I feel like Mm -hmm. I would know this by now. How much does Dot and Brood and uh, Corball... How much do you guys each weigh? I weigh 73 pounds. Together with your equipment. Yeah. Uh, a lot more than that. I weigh 100 pounds with my equipment. Oh. Like 325. I'm 110. Yeah, 104. Matt, you're 325? Well, I assume 225 for the dwarf and then 98 pounds of materials. Oh, I'm probably 150. This is just what I'm wearing. (laughs) We're a heavy group of little tiny guys. 155. (laughs) I'm just wondering if I can carry everybody. Oh, okay. Because I'm faster. You are faster than we are. Well, you don't need to carry Ren. No, just you three. Us three. Right. But I can carry another, like, 400 pounds, 420 pounds. Take, so you could probably carry Brood and I. Yeah. Take take Dot for sure. He needs it. 
This will be ideal because then I can shoot at them while we run. I grab Dot. Okay, Dot is now on Rook's back. Corball? Can, can you carry Corball? That would be great, but I can also run. Uh, It's up to you, Rook. Who are you saving? Take Brood. He's more hurt than I am. Take Brood. <laughs> Corball's stronger and has a, and is probably better able to survive. So I grab Brood as well. Ah! Uh, and then I would move another 30 feet forward. Okay. Are your dwarves are more suited for sprints. <laughs> we, we are not distance runners. <laughs> All right. So Rook scoops up Dot and Brood and takes off running. Brood will be like, I'll hold on to you, Dot, so you can shoot. That would be very much appreciated. As Rook picks up Brood and Dot and takes off running, you can see the forest crocs break the tree line at the edge of the camp. There are currently just 12 that you can see. Just 12. There are currently 12 that you can see at the edge of the clearing, and they're looking around and seeing their fallen brethren, and they are none too pleased with what they've come into here. Corball, your turn. <gasps> you should run away now. <laughs> I just run right towards the building as fast as I my little dwarven legs will carry me. Okay. I say, frost my beard, this is scary. <laughs> so Corball takes off in a sprint. I told you guys. <laughs> Keep moving or they're going to get you. Brood's going to say, Okay, sorry, Rook, but uh, friends got your back, and when someone attacks you, they they grind their foe into the ground. And he's (laughs) going to hit the side of his box on a stick, and there is a crash of thunder. Dad, don't summon the gods. (laughs) (laughs) He's killing the crocodile. I'm trying to help. No, it's okay. I trust you now. There's a crash of thunder, and just for the fun of flavor of it all, lightning drops out of the sky and electrocutes that croc, and it is dead as it's hit by lightning. That serves you right. (laughs) That's what you get for biting my foot off. Yeah, you don't bite my mouse and friend. Oh my gosh, Dot, are you missing a foot now? Oh, I think I still have my foot. He's got a big old chunk off of him. <laughs> it hurts, so I'm assuming I have it. Oh no, I guess I could I could I should have healed you. I'll I'll heal you next, I promise. Yeah, if we're running, I'm just okay with running. <laughs> that is Broodstern Dot. You are up. I'm gonna fire at one of those guys over there. Are they within 120 feet of us? Yeah, they would be. Don't draw their attention to us! <laughs> they are very much fixated on us. <laughs> I'm firing at the one the farthest towards the building. Like on the on the on the edge of the group that would be able to cut you off potentially. Yeah, the the one north here. Okay. Of our view, the top one. Fire away. That's only a ten to hit. Oh, that misses fire off into the oblivion. I'm like, oh no, that did not work at all. <laughs> um, that's all that I can do, but I very much am happy that we're on your back, Rook, instead of running. Yeah, Rook, I'm glad we're with the luckiest creature in Deathlink, for sure. Don't tell anyone I did this. It's deeply insulting to other centaurs. <laughs> <laughs> 
Simon, you're up. Ren, you're after Simon. As uh, Dot and Brood are firing spells off the back of Rook, it is your move. I swing by Dot en route to the building, and uh, I put my left wrist out, and Dot, you would notice that there are two bite marks in it where blood is now coming out. And um, I say, quick, drink this. Ew. No time. No time. Quick. Oh, that's gross. Um, okay. I, I I will trust you. And I <laughs> go ahead and drink. Ah. I trust my friends. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Am I a vampire now? <laughs> no. No. As you do so, uh, you feel uh, uh, your toes again, and you look down, and they are now healed, and you have uh, nine points of uh, hit points back. Nine? Yes. I'm back up in full health. Nice. That's cool. I I feel like we just did the trust fall. You don't have to tell anybody that that happened. Oh, we are going to definitely have to talk about that tonight. I'm 85% sure that's disgusted. No, that was the coolest thing ever. Nobody saw it. Stop <laughs> looking. Everybody stop looking. Everybody definitely saw that. Helpful. Stop talking about it. Oh, all right. <laughs> As we're running away. <laughs> As Simon swoops away. <laughs> like... <laughs> all right, Simon, is that your turn as you, you fly in? That's my turn, yes. Okay. Ren. Uh, Simon does something weird with Dot on the back of Rook and then flies ahead screaming again. It is your move. Ren, how's Rook looking in terms of health-wise? Rook? Dot and Brood are the only two who have been hit. Got it. Dot is now full health. Okay. Uh, How's that croc um, that I can see that's closest to us? Or is it a dead one? All of them that are close to us are dead currently. The, the closest non-dead one is like 80 feet away. In the group. Okay, cool. So Ren is just gonna keep on uh, moving forward. Fly! Flap, flap, flap. We're gonna get away from here! Come on, let's go! Hard for me to see, but yeah, I, I you know, knowing that it gets really chilly in there, um, Ren's not a, a fan of super cold temps, so... <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're not really dressed for that. <laughs> she has no. They need to make new clothes if they're going to be in the snow. Yeah, need to put some some extra bushes and shrubbery <laughs> and kind of weave something together. All right, so Ren takes off flying. Rook, your move. Uh, Ren, you are done, correct? Yep. Okay. Rook, you're up. Rook with Dot and Brood now on his back dashes eighty feet forward. Nice. No! (laughs) Corbal, pick up the pace. I got little (laughs) legs. Sprint, my friend. Sprint! Uh, That's what I'm doing. (laughs) All right. Easy for us to say, Simon. (laughs) As as Rook sprints forward to the front of the group, the forest crocs are now in full pursuit. Oh, golly. They can move 60 feet when they are sprinting. They're going to catch up <laughs> and take over Corbo. 
Oh, does Rook need to go back? Oh, no. They, they get 10 feet closer to Corbo every round. <laughs> In four rounds, they're going to overtake him. And that, kids, is how you teach algebra. <laughs> <in DC>. <laughs> <laughs> right? That is the only good way to learn math. If you're running this fast and a herd of forest crocs are moving this fast, it moves 10 exactly. feet faster per round. How many sure rounds? as hell beats the train problem. It really right? does. Well, that's the worst. It makes so much more sense. <laughs> this thunderous group of forest crocs come charging into the clearing. The line of poles... The barbed poles does slow them down a bit. So if they have to cross over that, it will take part of their movement to cross over those. We are back up to the top of the round with Corball pumping it. Let's go. Oh, dear God. Uh, yeah, just dashing. Pump those legs. Pump those legs. <laughs> 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Oh, no, I disappeared. No, you're just a little high. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> I'll go over here. I so maybe, sprinting. maybe my next turn, I'll run through the trees here and I'll lose. Oh, them. there you go. Yeah. Good move. Yeah. All that's, right. That's as far as I can go. Corball takes off running towards the set of trees. Brood is on Rook's back. Everything is too far away for Brood to get to right now. So he's like, well, I was going to heal you, but you look great. I am feeling very good. Do you have any spells that like, or sorry, crafting that does like hit a bunch of people at once? Uh, you know what? Sorry, Rook. I'm going to try this. He points his box on a stick at the crocs and immediately in front of the forest crocs, a massive cloud of fog springs into existence. It's a 20-foot sphere of fog that heavily obscures the forest crocs from seeing us currently. Nice. 20-foot diameter or radius? Radius. Oof. That's a bigger sphere than if it were the diameter. <laughs> it's true. Get your math out of here. <laughs> it is a very big sphere. Stop trying to make me learn math. <laughs> we know how much you love it. <laughs> All you kids listening, that's geometry. <laughs> I read somewhere that people like, people in Europe like that D&D uses the imperial system because it's so nonsensical. It's perfect for a fantasy world. <laughs> that's fair. And that's the only thing it's good for. <laughs> So Brood's eyes are staying cloudy and he's focusing on this fog cloud, but he's like, all right, I'm holding it. This is about the best I can do. I hope that helps enough, Doc, right? I mean, I can't see them. Maybe they're all dead. Oh, one could only hope. I don't know if my fog is poisonous or not, but it definitely seems to be making it so they can't see. It also has the side effect that I can no longer see them. Oh, Sorry. It's all right. I'll just wait until one of them peeks its little teeth out, and then I'll shoot it at that. Just shoot it randomly into the cloud. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> you could miss and hit you. <laughs> okay, Dot, it is your turn. Um, shoot randomly into the ground <laughs> at, the, at the, the closest, where I remember the closest one to be. I mean, it's only been half a second. It is heavily obscured, so that is with disadvantage for you, right? Nine to hit. 
No, you see your your blue flame shoot into there, and it looks cool flying through the fog, but it doesn't seem to hit anything. I, I didn't hear it make any noise. I don't think that hit it. Yeah, it looked nice, though. Next time, I'll just wait until I can see one. Eh, maybe. Simon, you're up. Ren, following. I fly next to Corball, and I say, Come hell or high water, I've got you back. Uh, I don't know what that means, but I appreciate it. And that's, I'll just end my turn there. Okay, Simon, that is your turn. Uh, Ren, and then Rook. Right. We're, we're getting closer. We got this, and Dot, that was a great try. You'll get him next time. <laughs> and Ren just strums up. On her loop, and um, cast Bardic Inspiration. Nice. Get it, Dot. You got a D6. Is that to my attack roll? Attack roll, ability check, uh, or saving throw, it says. Sweet. That might make me hit, even with this advantage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ren. Uh, I assume you're flying. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, yep, just booking it. All right, so as Ren flies ahead another 60 feet, Rook, you are up. I think I'm going to run up. Yeah, I'm just I'm just going to dash the whole 80 feet and then probably drop you guys off. Just just get to the building and make sure there's a way in when I get there. <laughs> Keep going, Rook. I'm going to help Corball. Rook runs 80 feet forward. Okay. Are you dropping us off? Uh, nope, they said to run forward, so I'm going to run forward. Okay. <laughs> nope, that's probably a good idea, actually. <laughs> oh, then I dropped him off. <laughs> no, it's okay. Do, do what you do. Nope, they're gone. I mean, you they're, can, off, they're off of me. You could run <laughs> run 40, drop us off, and run back. Oh, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Keep going. Keep going. Throughout the confusion, there is a fog cloud that Brood is currently concentrating on. The forest crocs are not moving as well through it. They only move 30 feet, moving forward through the fog cloud. Good job, Brood. That bought me a little more time. <laughs> Shake your bacon. Let's go. Did you say that there's bacon somewhere? Okay, concentrate, Dot. We got things to worry about before your stomach. I know. We just lost out on all of that yummy alligator meat back there. <laughs> I mean, it might be there later. You can see that the crocs are moving around in the fog. They're not doing great getting through it. Corball, it is your move. Yeah, again, just, just running. <laughs> okay. Uh, 50 feet. As fast as I can. All right. Through the trees, though, so maybe maybe they can't see me. Maybe they lose me. All right. Corporal, bust, bust through the trees, taking off running. Uh, Brood, you want me off, Brook? Yeah, go, go. I'm going back for Corporal. Oh, all right. He's right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I jump I'm, I'm literally behind you. I can't see behind me. I don't know that. <laughs> Watch your butt. Uh, Rook doesn't look behind him. So, uh, getting off of Rook, does that take half my movement then to dismount? Yeah, I think so. Just keep going! We're fine, run! <laughs> 25 feet. Brood's only able to run 25 feet. <laughs> so, Brood takes off at a run, dragging his hammer into the snow, and he's like, oh, it's cold in here, y'all. Rook, go open the door! <laughs> Oh yeah, this is your chance to redeem yourself by opening the door. I mean, that's a really good point. 
Brute is dragging his hammer across the snow as he takes off running. Dot, it is your move. Not really paying attention to what's going on. Can I still see the cloud of crocodiles? Yes, there is a fog cloud back there that Brute is concentrating on, but the crocs are kind of all in it, moving slower. Oh yeah, I can see him. There's a straight line. I will fire into the mi- the whole bunch of things with a disadvantage. Ah. <laughs> Lost my natural 20. Okay, 17 to hit. 17 does hit. Yeah, it hits something. It's the same one as I did before. I assume he's still in the front. Yeah, he'd be in the front. And he takes... I don't I don't know if you need it split up, but he takes five damage total. Yeah, five is enough. Okay. Nice work, Dot. I think that one hit it. Should, should I get off or should I just wait here, Rook? As Brood is halfway through the snow. Follow Brood. Okay, so then I will jump down and then go 15 feet closer. I'll try and skirt on the side of the snow and not get into the snow. All right, Simon, you see a a bolt of blue fire shoot past you and then the sounds of Dot taking off on foot. Your move. Fly over and land here next to Corball. And I'll, I'll, like, lock my fingers and, like, put them down there and say, Corball, I'll boost you up! <laughs> uh, uh, thank you. Just launch him. Did you do that just so you could use the character model of crouching <laughs> down? Yes. You know he Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. What are you talking Corball about? needs a boost, obviously. Red, you see Simon and Corball working on the wall. What are you up to? So, uh, Ren would kind of skirt the snow, maybe slowing down a little bit because Corball's in the rear, correct? Yeah, Corball and Simon are both in the rear. I'm gonna make it just go open the building, goddammit! <laughs> I mean, frost my beard! <laughs> <laughs> Red just keeps moving. We're we're gonna get to that building and the door is gonna be locked and we're gonna be pushed up against it with a dozen as crocodiles. The, the fourth crocodiles crocodiles eat your flesh as you're up against the door. And that is where this campaign ends. It's the end. <laughs> At least we'll get ice on it right away. That's true. Oh and Ren and Simon will fly away. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ren will be like, not again, and then just flies back into Nephilim. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, everyone's dead again. (laughs) Little do we know that this is like Ren's fifth group that he's brought out. (laughs) The sage is like, stop killing my teams. All right, Rook, it is your move. Let's go. (laughs) For God's sakes, open the door. Okay, Rook goes for the door, so he's just going to dash 80 feet. Okay. Good thing everybody got off you. (laughs) Yeah, I could have been all the way up there. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) all right the crocs are now moving the ones that clear the fog cloud are able to move their full 60 feet in pursuit of the group the rest are still moving through the fog cloud a little bit uncertainly at their 30 foot uh interval okay they would all still be in the fog cloud yeah so they're once yeah we'll go ahead and just move them all 30 feet again to move them out some of them may be breaking through the fog cloud now as they are getting to the other side of it. Um, while you're doing that, uh, Corball, you are at the base of the hill. Yes, just Forrest Gump and it running. 
Okay. Boost! Boost! Oh no, I went under the earth. <laughs> no, there you are. Um, with Simon's boost, I will give you an extra five feet of movement. Aha! I have passed you, Brood! <laughs> ah! Oh, Corball, I'm so glad you're here! Run! Oh, I'm trying! Uh, as Corball catches up, Brood takes off running again another 50 feet, trying to get up to the door. Running through the snow, dragging his box on a stick. Dot. Um, I'm going to say, oh, there's crocodiles coming, and I fire at the one that I've been firing at. Okay. You should be dashing, probably, Dot. 24 to hit. If that'll hit. Oh, yeah, because you're not on me anymore. Yeah, you're not moving very fast if you're shooting, too. I'm not paying as much attention to But I deal eight more damage to that one. Okay. Is he at least dead yet? He's not looking good. You keep on hitting him in the face, and it's making him very angry. And then I will spend my 30 feet of movement heading to the door. Ren yells out, Dot! If you're firing at that rate, math says that <laughs> you're, they're, they're going to overtake you before you hit them all. So let's go. Come on. Stop with the math. I just wanted the one to die. I didn't, it's making me I mean, slower. I didn't think we'd get them all. <laughs> Are you guys noticing all the bones around this house? <laughs> um, can someone move Brood 50 feet forward so I can tell where he's at exactly? I'm also a little bit worried that we're going to have to fight them anyway, and so one more dead will help. Hmm. All right. Uh, so Dot fires off. Simon, you have launched Corball over the wall. It is your move. Oh, I'm so excited for this turn. <laughs> Let's see all your, your character changes. Whoosh! <laughs> <laughs> for those of you at home who cannot see what's happening... <laughs> Simon spread his wings <laughs> and launches up into the air. Hence the whoosh. And I fly up next to Corball. Okay. Ren, your move. You might be able to get to the door. Book, book, booking it. Ren just flutter flaps as fast as they can. Oh, so close. We're, dr- we're getting close, y'all. And I, I um, shout out to Rook. I say, Rook, I believe in you. <laughs> Rook, I believe in you. And um, gives Rook some bardic inspiration. You can open the door. Does that take away mine? Is that like a concentration thing? Nope, I can give them out like candy, baby. Awesome. All right, Rook. (laughs) Hearing this inspiring song from above, Rook, you are up. Rook feels inspired and... (laughs) Moves regularly to the door and hits it with his hammer. <laughs> okay. We're just trying to open it. I mean, it might just be unlocked. I mean, no, we we need the door. Nope. I hit it with my hammer. You moron. <laughs> Strategy. We don't want to destroy the door. We need the door to stay intact so we can shut it. Open the door. You said open the door. I only opened the door one way. He sure hit it with his hammer. We're all saying this as the door crashes. Like it's much too late by the time we see it. Yeah. Root, give me a attack roll. That would be a 23 to hit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, give me damage to see how how well you smash this door here. <laughs> Eleven. Okay. So you take out a full couple boards of this door as you smash into it, and the doors swing open. They were not locked. <laughs> there is a mechanism on the other side that would drop down, and like a one of those big pieces of wood with the 
the holders on the other side that will lock it in place, but it was not locked. Guys, the door's open. <laughs> I'm very proud of myself. Well done. You beat the door. As the door opens, you hear the crocs move ever closer. <laughs> yeah. They sound like a Banjo-Kazooie characters. Corball. Um, you know all these birds land on their backs and they start flying? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Corball, your move. Just dashing as far as I can. Dash it. 30. Uh, almost to that door. Okay. Brood is going to dash alongside you. He can go just as far as Corball can. Get in the house and close the doors. <laughs> Dot. I will dash and use half of the f- my movement to get up onto Rook. <laughs> okay. So I'll dash to him and use the other half to get on. Oh, Dot. I'm so sorry I dropped you off. That was a horrible idea. I should have stayed on. Then I could have shot this time. So that was Dot. Simon. Get in this house. I fly over next to Corval, and I lock my fingers together again. I say, <laughs> Corval, let me push you inside. <laughs> what? No. I, I don't think I... I, I think what I'm fine. What a horrible idea. No time, no time. Just let me boost you. Careful. Last time he said that, he made Dot drink his blood. <laughs> That was weird. Hey, it worked, though. His foot grew back. Nobody saw that. That was the weirdest thing, and we're going to have to talk about it. Red, move. I move. (laughs) Red, the door's open. I move. I go. I flutter my wings through the door. You should make fun of them as they get close, and you can just like fly up above and and laugh at their funny-looking scales. Oh, I'd love to do that. I was thinking of doing that right inside the door. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> and uh, I like get around the door, and I look out, and I kind of flutter up to the inside upper sort of door jam, and look out, and oh, they're getting closer. Uh, I'm ready for them. Rook. Your move. I run through the door, leaving Corball to die. I'm going to boost them in. Don't worry. (laughs) Corball and Simon, who is crouched for some reason. Be ready to close the door. Yeah, I'm going to get in position and grab a door, grab the thing or grab the mechanism or whatever, and get ready to shut the door as they come in. And so I'll hold my action, wait for them to come in, then shut the door. Okay. The forest crocs. They are moving forward, but as they break out of the fog cloud, they see that you guys are inside this building, and they slow down a bit as they see you entering the building. So they're only going 30 feet as they approach. Corball, your move. I would triumphantly (laughs) look at Simon and say, I think I've got it, friend. And just run in the door. Okay. <laughs> and as he does that, I try and assist him. Like, when you try and make a merry-go-round go faster when it's already going too fast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like pushing him. <laughs> as the team rushes inside, it's freezing cold inside this building zero degrees inside the building and as you rush in and rook slams the door shut and drops a big piece of wood into place 
you turn and you are faced with an icy pool in the middle of this building. It has a thin sheet of ice covering its surface and the room in general is bitterly cold and oddly silent. The cold air almost hurts to breathe in. It's so cold. Ren just starts shivering. Oh my god, it's so cold in here. How can I play music like this? I start a a bonfire around us, like right near us, to try and warm up. Can we see into the pool? Can we see like how deep it is or what's in it or anything like that? Uh, Give me an investigation check as Corball is starting up a fire. 13. The ice on top isn't perfectly glass clear, so you can't really see through it, and the water underneath is dark, but you can tell that the pool is probably pretty deep, given the darkness of the water underneath. It looks like we could walk on it. I would say with a 13, you can tell that it's it's solid, but probably wouldn't support, like, Rook's weight if he tried to walk on it. I, I don't have anything to throw. <laughs> As I say, I throw a rock, but now we're inside a building for the first time. You have a javelin. I throw a javelin into it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, give me an attack roll. You would feel Dot get really close to your back. <laughs> a 16 to hit? It definitely hits. Give me a damage roll. 10. As Rook tucks a a spiked javelin into the ice. It sinks in, and there is the telltale sound of ice cracking as a spider web of cracks branch out from the initial impact. There's a moment's pause, and then you hear a sound similar to what you've come to know as the sound of a forest crocodile. But it's bigger deeper, more threatening. Uh-oh. Rook may have disturbed something in the pool. Guys, I don't think this ice is stable. Don't log on it. Is there an upstairs to this house that we can see? There is a staircase that leads up to kind of a balcony on the back side of the building. Do we go back outside? Or- How high is the ceiling in this room? Uh, it is 60 feet up. Ren starts to just fly up. Don't get too cold up there, Ran. Heat rises, don't you know? I don't. (laughs) Haven't you ever felt a fire? Like, it's warm (laughs) above the fire. Look, I don't know no math and I don't know no science. It's colder the farther you get away from the fire. Are you insane? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Ren's flying up. I, like, fly 35 feet up. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, Corball, did you say you wanted to do something? I just wanted to look through the crack of the door. Okay. Uh, peeking back out, give me an investigation check. Okay. Uh, 17. You can see that the forest crocs are still moving closer, but they don't seem quite as aggressive. They look more curious as they're moving forward. Hmm. So, I would cast the ice armor that I have in the hopes that that will protect me from the cold. Oh, okay. Uh, Simon, what are you doing? I try and find a crack in the ice big enough for me to stick my head in. There isn't one currently big enough for that. Rook, hit the ice with your hammer! I hit my no, I hit the no, ice with my hammer. No. 
There's something in there. Give me an attack roll. Wait, how do you know that? We heard the grumbling. <laughs> well, that was just the ice breaking. Well, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> I can't tell if you're being facetious. I got a 12. Okay. As Rook hits the ice, almost instantaneously, there is an explosion of ice and icy cold water shooting up out of the middle pool. There is a phenomenally loud screech and a that guttural growl becomes aggressive and angry. It's not the ice! It's scary ice! Bursting out of the ice is what looks like a horribly mutated forest croc. His neck is elongated, his long mane has been has been turned a stark white color, and it is already covered in ice as it breaks through the water. It has huge claws that reach out and steady itself as it comes to the surface. It is a forest croc dragon that has burst out of the pool in the middle of the room. We're all gonna die! God, this is worse. <laughs> this is so much worse. Has somebody trapped you in here all by yourself and you have no friends? That's terrifying! Run away! <laughs> You are all showered with ice water as it breaks the surface and it exhales a, a deeply disgusting breath as it looks around and sees that its home is now occupied. And it says in a gravelly voice, uh, Food. And that is where we'll end our session. No, the food is outside. It's part beetle! <laughs> thanks for listening to the seven bones podcast we know there are many like it and we appreciate that you took the time to listen to ours if you'd like you can contact us using the email address bones at sevenbonespodcast.com and that's with the number seven so the number seven bonespodcast.com uh, thank you very much and we'll see you next time